brother. You've learned well. You're expert at Wu-Tang. <laughs> you learn. You have to suffer a lot. Otherwise, you'd never have mastered Chin King and the Wu-Tang sword skills. Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. I like to cover topics from ancient history, great leaders and generals from the past, and I also like to talk about self-realization, truth, critical thinking, and strategic spirituality. Outside the box, nonconformist. I'm here to shatter the myths of the mainstream media and the beta sheeple narrative. Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. My email address is alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com. Let's start the show. Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. Uh, this is Miguel, your host, and this is episode four. Um, and I want to thank you for listening. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at my uh, demographics there my analytics rather, and I'm seeing different states. I'm here in uh, the United States, I'm here in Brooklyn, but uh, I'm seeing, yeah, some UK and some few things. It's kind of cool. Anyway, nice to see. Send me some emails, man, give me feedback. Um, yeah, just a couple of things I want to cover that are really... You know, something that's that's deserves really to be looked at and looked into and discussed. And that's the ego and Maya. Uh, a lot of times people hear the word ego and it's, oh yeah, he's, 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 he's ego. Yeah. But it's, it's a lot more profound than that. And it's like really, you know, the ego is really most, the large degree of the issues that people have today is, is related directly to the ego and how you view yourself, and how you want others to view you. It's natural to have, you know, an ego within you that reacts in that in, in that nature, in that way. But it's not something, it's something that you should be mindful of. And I always use the word mindful, because that's what it's about, have, you know. But being observant of that fact that, uh, you know, we have this ego, and that it does trigger different, mechanisms, survival mechanisms within us and makes us react sometimes in ways that we really shouldn't, you know, and, and part of really being a samurai or being a strategic, strategic thinker or someone, you know, who, who would be like a Hannibal, like that type of thinker, you know, is so that, you know, people can't guess you out, you know, you have to be unique in your thinking and how you observe things, and that's that's also very critical. But I'm straying off the subject here. Um, the ego and Maya, man, like the ego, the way uh, we react to things, it, it, it really doesn't benefit us at all. As a matter of fact, it does nothing but hinder us. You have to observe that ego, uh, actually observe it and, and see it within you and see within others how, how it reacts out. And uh, be aware that in many instances, you know, a lot, especially with negative energy, you know, you're dealing with uh, large egos. So be aware of where that's coming from. Um, it's just a natural thing. 
people can't help it. It seems like they can't help it. One other thing that, I, that you know, I really can't understand, and I've, I've wondered my whole life, and, and some people give off the impression that, you know, <clears throat> they feel that if they give someone else credit, it takes away from them. And that's something I could have never figured out in my life. Why? I mean, to me, it's to the contrary. If you're giving somebody credit, it transcends all of that stuff, and it's just like a very positive thing. But why do you have to add yourself to the equation of somebody else doing well? I don't get it. Well, I think that kind of answers that, you know. Uh, and competition. You know, the minute that you're in competition with someone, you're putting yourself in a position where you're competing. You lost. Why? Because you're competing. You need to transcend that competition and, and, and that state of competing. Don't do that. Be who you are. But don't compete. Be the best, but don't compete. Uh, the minute you compete, you, you you know you're seeking at that point when you're competing. Uh, now I'm not saying that you know if you enter into a competition of let's say whatever cards or whatever MMA or chess or something really you know some difficult thing. Yeah, it's a competition, but it, it's being aware of the position that you're in, you know, so that you're observant of that state. So, yeah, you you can be in a position of competing, and it's cool because you're aware that this is a chess competition. You're aware of that, and you deal with it from that standpoint. But what I mean by competing is like, you know, people constantly seeking approval of others, you know, seeking, I guess, for you to click that like button. Or, like I said, like I see these kids jumping over bridges with bicycles and shit and cameras strapped to their heads. I have no idea what the fuck they're doing, man. That's something you don't do, and they do it for clicks. So, something you gotta be very careful about. You know, I, I, I would never do stupid shit like that. That's crazy stuff. It's, you know, if you're gonna be crazy and do interesting stuff, that's one thing that's cool. But be aware of what you're doing and the consequences of the, again, that whole diminished returns thing that I discussed in the last podcast, you know, where, you know, how much crazy is going to pay out, you know, or how much is this risk really worth it? You know, am I going to jump over flaming barrels and shit or, or you know, and make a million or this, this is just for like some clicking for some likes. So you got to be aware of that. Uh, uh, there's a YouTube video, uh, and I'm jumping around, but I want to be, I know like people have short attention spans, so I like to hit my points real quick. There's a YouTube video, it's called Samadhi. S-A-M-A-D-H-I, Samadhi. S-A-M-A-D-H-I, Samadhi. Uh, and, uh, and I guess the subtitle is Maya, the, Maya, the Illusion of Self. It's 59 minutes, which is an hour. It's profound, man. The vid I've seen a lot of videos and everything like that, but this one, particularly visually appealing, the sound is great, the imagery, it, 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 it's very profound, man. It really connects well, you know. It conveys a very profound message, really gracefully in a simple way to understand. So I feel that it would be worth your while to watch that video on YouTube. It's freebie. Um, you know, it gets into the true nature. 
and uh, you know the self which the thing part of that whole self thing and the depression and the whole confusion thing of your natural state is to sometimes feel happy sometimes to feel depressed you know you're not always going to be this glowing happy you know vegetative entity that you know floats and just you know exists on positive rainbow powder that doesn't that doesn't exist in real life man there's points and times that you know there's ebbs and flows that you have to be observant of and patterns that you have to be observant of that you know you're going to be up and you're going to be down and you got to be aware of that and that's part of the beauty of it is that you know you're alive and you're dealing with these issues you know it's it's beautiful in a way when you're down and you're struggling your way up and you see results you know that's something that um you can't put a value to it's, it transcends all that because it has to do with um something beyond money but it has to do more with something that comes from the self you know something that you're able to achieve and not in an egotistical way but in a way that um you know you're cued in on what's what you what you need what your needs are out of life and where, where you need to be and where you need to go Again, there's time to slack off, but that's not why we're here. I, I believe I believe we're here to maximize everything that we have, everything that God has given us, every gift. You know, the ability to speak, or be an accounting person, or physically strong, or whatever your strength is. I mean, God has given you that to utilize it for benefit of yourself and your family and others. So utilize it. If you're not, you're really not taking advantage of God's blessing. And God, however you want to view it, I'm a Buddhist, but, you know, obviously I believe in the Supreme Being. Uh, uh, meditation is a really important issue, and, and some people say it, and, you know, I meditate and everything like that, and there's people, you know, obviously they don't, or it really doesn't seem like they do. Meditation is not the easiest, easiest thing. But it's not the hardest either. Um, you need to be able to sit still quietly, hopefully in the, in the beginning especially. As you move on, you know, the noise, external noise won't bother you as much. But you need to sit in a quiet space and just focus on breath. And not focus on breath where you freak out and like, oh my God, am I breathing? No, just focus on breath in the sense of be grateful for that breath. And feel that breath and experience that breath and be grateful for it and mindful of it. And what's going to happen is thoughts at that point are going to slow down and you're going to see them approach thought, different thoughts, pressures in life, happy things, sad things, or whatever, real life. And observe it almost like a cloud, like a puffy cloud coming at you. I know that's a funny rationalization or imagery, but it's what I do. You're coming at you, that thought, and, and it watch it pass. As you get better at this, you'll be able to um, not have, you'll, it'll be a clear blue sky and you won't see any clouds. Or if you do see one, you fend it off. But you reach this point where you are just meditating and you feel like you're part of something much bigger than yourself. Um, your connection with everything. You know, you feel your connection with everything and how... To be observant of the fact that what a blessing we have 
you know, and this connection that we have, it's tremendous, it's beautiful, um, yeah, I don't want to ramble on, but it's something to think about, meditation is important, you know, um, you have to observe the breath, like I said, observe your thoughts pass by, and, uh, and understand your connection to all things, okay, uh, there's a term, it's called uh, anatta, which is that which is beyond all thinking and form. And it's obviously spiritual, but that's a state of being. It's like you feel your connection and, and the moment that you're in and you don't add or take away from it. It is what it is and that's the beauty. You have to be in a position where you give up control and total control and total, you know, ownership and validation and you know putting the seal of approval on things there's a there's a point in time for that obviously at work and responsibilities that we have but <clears throat> look within look within and get get what you, your, your deep needs really are from within yourself there's going to be weak points and yes everybody has a drink and everybody does what they do but be observant and be mindful and aware of, of what you're doing, you know. Um, don't, don't let external things affect you really negatively within yourself because they're external. Uh, just, you know, good times and bad times, you know. And uh, you have to be able to manage as best you can, you know. So sometimes it's very difficult, but you have to be able to manage with situations as they come up. And deal with them as they come up. Um, good and bad. Good times and bad. Uh, but again, it's important to read. And I did, you know, I don't want to keep repeating names and stuff, but um, there's books that I've mentioned that are really helpful, really to delve deeper into the self and understand self. Uh, you know, one other thing I, I, I never brought up, and there's a thing called inner and outer vehicle. Uh, some people abide by one and other people abide by both, but they both do exist. Again, I'll repeat it. Inner and outer vehicle, like a car that you drive. The inner vehicle dictates that um, you spontaneously become enlightened. Uh, you're there. And then the outer vehicle dictates that there's things that you do and actions that you take that at some point you earn and get I guess a skill level or the ability to become enlightened, which is, you know, what, I'm not going to say the opposite. You reach the same destination, but you get at it in a different way. And both seem to kind of be true because, you know, people have epiphanies and there's different things that like true enlightenment that happens spontaneously. And there's people that really work at it. So I believe both to be true, but the main thing is to go at it, you know, and be aware of that. Um, I'm rambling here, and this is going on, and I don't want to have a podcast that's too long, so I want to thank you for your time, and we'll revisit some of these subjects, but the in and out of vehicle is definitely something that we have to discuss, I got to write that down, uh, uh, namaste, thank you, bye, and again, email uh, alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com, alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com, again, your host, Miguel, thank you, bye.